Hey everybody, this is Tanner here welcoming you guys to a special Ohio ASAP edition of EM Over Easy. We were fortunate enough to be asked to attend the Ohio ASAP Emergency Medicine Forum held at the Ohio State Capitol and touted as one of the leading events for policy and advocacy in emergency medicine. Emergency medicine docs from around Ohio came together to discuss policy and medicine with legislators. Our mission was to interview people there and get a pulse on their thoughts and ideas about advocacy. First off, let's hear who we are listening to and why they're passionate about being involved with advocacy. Hi, my name is Nicole Weidinger. Michael McCray. My name is Ryan Squire. Amy Force. My name is Paul Kivola. This is Purva Grover. Matthew Grover. My name is Jeff Rui. Hi, my name is Antonio Rio Salvo. Christina Campana. John Lyman. This is Jim Augustine. I'm passionate about advocacy because if you don't advocate for yourself in your practice, who will? And so I think here at Ohio ASAP, we are representing ourselves and our patients as best as possible to make a difference in emergency medicine. I'm passionate about advocacy because we as emergency physicians have a responsibility to our patients. Uh, We see each and every patient in our communities and we really have a pulse for what's going on and what are the true issues uh, that are facing our communities. And I am passionate about advocacy because I've learned uh, through my involvement with Ohio ASAP, if we don't advocate for ourselves, somebody else will advocate for us. Things that make me passionate about advocacy is uh, doing what's right for us so that we can also, in turn, do what's right for our patients. Advocacy to me is about physicians who are able to talk in plain terms Uh, with people who have to make big decisions about spending money and impacting the publics uh, that we mutually are responsible for. What makes me passionate about advocacy, I think it's it's a chance for us to, instead of just sit around kind of of bitching about things, to actually do something about it. Um, There are people that are on the sidelines and complain about how things are and how we don't have resources for this and that, and it's actually a chance to just step up and do something. It turns out people are are willing to listen and, and want to do stuff to help us. What makes me passionate about advocacy is it's my voice. If I'm not at the table, I will be on the table, period. If you can't tell, some of the people at this event are huge advocates for emergency medicine. And yes, that means they're advocates for you too. Just listening to these people got us excited, and the buzz of the energy in the room was phenomenal. Let's take a listen to how some of these people got involved. I became involved in advocacy approximately five years ago, uh, shortly after I graduated from residency, getting involved with the Leadership and Develop Academy here through Ohio ASAP, graduated for the program, and have now gone to be the co-chair of leadership and co-director of the program, and here today with seven of our newest classmates. It's the first time I'm getting involved in advocacy. Uh, just came down uh, for this, this conference uh, this week. So... I just recently joined the Ohio ASEP Leadership Development Academy, the LDA, to learn a little bit more about advocacy. I really have not had much exposure to uh, you know, this aspect of medicine, and so that's one of the reasons why I decided to join this program. I've been involved in advocacy really since I got involved with Ohio ASEP and then National ASEP. Well, National ASEP puts on a wonderful conference, the LNA conference in D.C., at which point we uh, spend time meeting with our various uh, representatives. 
as you can see, we have people from all walks of life getting involved here at Ohio ASAP, from people that are just starting out and have never been involved with policy before, to people who are veterans and have worked their way up the ladder to get more involved. Jim Augustine gave us a great view of what advocacy is and why we should be doing it. Let's take a listen. Advocacy begins with your ability to do a great job in your emergency department and then be able to talk about that at a bigger level uh, to people who make decisions in the legislative and regulatory arenas. So that's why we're here in Columbus today, to talk to our legislators, uh, talk to their aides, and those that have to make big decisions about how to spend money. Now, we are mutually responsible for money because in emergency medicine, We have to have the resources available to take care of patients. And the most important thing is to be able to have the resources that the patients need. As emergency physicians, we're somewhat ombudsmen uh, for what services are available. I know exactly what you're thinking here. What the heck is an ombudsman? I didn't know either because I'm new at policy and advocacy, and so I decided to look it up. Turns out it's a public advocate, somebody who is in the political arena that is looking out for the interests of the public specifically. Dr. Augustine has us right. As emergency medicine physicians, we are the gateway to the hospitals, and we know exactly what people are going through at all levels of healthcare. Let's take a listen to what our coworkers wanted to talk about at this event. Well, there are a number of issues that we as emergency physicians uh, certainly should be and actively are involved in. One of them, of course, is uh, the opiate uh, problem that is so prevalent throughout the country, Uh, seemingly especially in Ohio. Uh, We also need to be involved in liability issues. We have seen everybody that comes into our emergency department. I think it's very important that liability issues uh, be addressed. One of our biggest issues currently is the opiate epidemic, and we as emergency physicians encounter this daily. I think the number one thing we should be advocating for as emergency physicians is the opiate crisis. All day, every day, we see patients in our emergency departments that are part of the opiate crisis and the opiate epidemic. And if we don't take the lead in helping to fix that problem, somebody else will do it for us. Uh, Regularly with Ohio ASEP, we have to explain to legislators, senators, representatives, government officials that the emergency department is different. And that what may work and be the right thing for primary care and pain clinics is not right for the emergency department. I got involved with advocacy since I felt that there were few issues at work which frustrated me every given day. Pediatric mental health issues, boarding in the emergency departments, and now addiction issues, opioids, heroin. Every day I see devastation in the emergency departments. Every day I see families distraught. As young physicians, I think we should be advocating for for issues like opiates. I think all of us probably uh, have had countless cases where you're trying to get resources for people after they've overdosed. They have a moment of clarity where they want to get clean and we have no resources for them. I think there's a lot of legislators out there that want to help us and want to give us resources. They're just looking how. So um, I think if we can advocate what it is that may help these patients, uh, it'd really be advantageous to us and make our jobs easier. The one thing that I believe as an EM physician we should be advocating for is hmm, probably 
better liability protection since we're obligated under EMTALA to uh, see everyone. Another thing I believe we should be advocating for is better resources for our patients for the opiate epidemic. One of the things that emergency physicians should do is they should, we should always be advocating uh, in a patient-centric manner. We should make sure that the patient is always first. And I think the second thing that we need to do is we need to advocate right now to make sure that we have the appropriate working conditions so that we can do our best jobs. Right now, it feels oftentimes that physicians are being disempowered and we're not central to making the decisions that are right for our practice so that we can best take care of patients. So I think there's a lot of areas where, where we can advocate to re-empower physicians, to put us back in the driver's seat, because I honestly believe that uh, with physicians in charge of the healthcare system, we can move things forward and it'd be better for all involved. Something I believe we should currently be advocating for here in emergency medicine is the opiate crisis. Ohio ranks number one in the nation for overdose, which is insane. We're greater than 1,000 compared to the next state, which is our friend up north, Michigan. It's something that is really affecting everyone on a daily basis. It's something that affects children. It affects parents. We see high school kids that are abusing it. These overdoses are devastating. Having to tell a 14-year-old that she just lost her mother to an opiate overdose when she lost her father six months before is probably one of the most devastating things I've had to do as an attending physician. Currently, Ohio ASAP is engaged in a program called NICS, whereas we advocate even at high school level to students and their parents talking about the opiate crisis. After talking with these people, it was very obvious what the hot topics in emergency medicine advocacy are. There is no doubt that the state of Ohio has a large problem with the opioid epidemic, but it was very heartening to see how these people were passionate about this problem and addressing this with their legislators face-to-face. As someone who is new to this policy arena, I cannot tell you how cool it was to see all of these people interacting. Before closing down, the Emover Z crew decided to get some final tips on advocacy. One tip I would give physicians who are not involved in advocacy is that we are our own spokespeople. If we don't speak up for the things that we see on an everyday basis that we know need to be addressed, then no one's really obligated to speak on our behalf. The tip I would give physicians who are not involved in advocacy is get your butt out there. The number one tip I would give to physicians who are not involved in advocacy is to get involved. If we don't advocate for our practice and our specialty and our patients, somebody else is meeting with the same government officials with their side, and they'll make regulations. And so if you're not involved, you don't get to complain about it. They want to hear from us. Uh, Today, this morning, here in Columbus, we are having our annual Advocacy Day with Ohio ASEP meeting with our senators and our legislators, and they want to hear from us because nobody knows more about what we do than we do. Just complaining or whining at the sidelines is really not going to make any progress. If we want to see change, we have to be the change we want to be. And part of it is being a voice, being a part of a team. We see the spectrum from the start to the finish. Who better to serve these patients than us? And as I always say, if not me, who? 
If not now, when? People not involved in advocacy, I tell them that, uh, you know, you can either complain about the way things are and, and sit back and, you know, just expect them to change or you can do something about it. If you have never been involved in advocacy, I would encourage you to at least learn about it. You know, you may like it, you may not, but I think everyone uh, should at least be exposed to it in some way to decide if it's for you or not. What is the one tip that I would give physicians who are not involved in advocacy? Get involved. <laughs> These are people really trying to make decisions, our, our legislators and bureaucrats, and they want to hear from the experts. And as an emergency medicine, we are experts in what impacts our community and what the greater things are uh, that will have the biggest impact. I urge all emergency physicians and APPs to be active in advocating. And I believe we do a great job speaking on behalf of the patients that we care for. The tip I'd give physicians who are not involved is uh, I think it's well worth your time and effort uh, to be involved. There's so many different ways to be involved. Uh, you can uh, be involved, one, just to speak with uh, fellow physicians and other physicians that you know are involved in speaking with a representative in the Europe, give them your opinion. You can certainly write uh, or contact your individual representative about issues that you're passionate about. The one tip I, I give everyone is really to find a niche, to find something they do that delivers value to others. One tip I would give physicians who are not involved in advocacy is just to show up one day. When you see the buzz that's in the room, the passion that everyone has for this, you'll definitely get addicted. It's an itch that you'll need to scratch. And we all have these stories. Our legislators, they want to hear these stories. You know, we talk about trying to practice emergency medicine from the throne of evidence-based medicine, and realistically, we sometimes practice from the armchair of anecdotes. But sometimes those anecdotes make the biggest impression here at the State House where we are today. And so I think it's great that anyone who is just even thinking about it makes an appearance, just shows up. We're happy to have you tag along and just witness everything that we do here at Ohio ASAP. And with those tips, that's a wrap. From the EM Over Easy crew, we'd like to thank Ohio ASAP for inviting us to their leadership forum. And we would like to encourage everyone to get involved in advocacy in some form or fashion. If you haven't had a chance yet, please subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow us on Twitter.